This podcast contains explicit and graphic materials not suitable for all listeners. Details and topics discussed on wine, whiskey, and murder may be triggering, harmful, or traumatizing to some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back, Carter. It's Carter. Got to start out to delete, looking up stuff. Yeah, you're wrong. So John Travolta was in that. That's all I know. Was. Welcome back, Carter. You just said it right. <laughs> huh, yeah, about that. It's just, Carter. just think of Welcome it as Carter. like you're Mark Wahlberg and you're trying to say Carter. Carter. Yeah. Mr. Carter. Welcome back, Carter. Yeah, I remember John Travolta being on it. I remember <laughs> the fact that they were all supposed to be like really young. And they all look they like they're in high school. Yeah, but they all look like they were forty. Same thing with Say by the Bell. Yeah, they did yeah, not look they like they were forty. Young. I mean, they compared were to now. 20. No, I feel no. like you know. Think about how young they were. Yeah, when they I think they looked really young. okay, like the eighties. He had like the well, maybe more. Than had the baby look. They all look old. They, the teacher only make thing that makes him look any older is the mustache. <laughs> but look, yeah, I mean, John Travolta doesn't look young there. No, he doesn't. Which he's probably what in his twenties. Probably. Back then. Like most. I mean, yeah, they were all. It's like any of the 90s teen movies or. Most people that, actually 100% of the people probably that listen to this won't know what like, like think of like All in the Family, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. And that I'm over a decade older than he was. Scoot it a little closer. But the guy that played. Now he scoots back more. Yes. it's, It's just. Just lean Reminded like you me are. of prison here. It's lean like you are. <laughs> but I leaned forward. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Move the microphone close and stay there. 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 That's fine. It's gonna be too loud. No. It's not. We can hear you okay. very well. And now he's talking quiet. Uh-huh. I'm not. But you are. <laughs> yep. So I'm Adrian. I'm Misty. I'm Mel. And I'm Jim. Damn, that's loud. Joel. Hey, I'm Joel. <laughs> Put your headphones on, Joel. <laughs> we gotta what ban is... Joel from his phone. Yeah, you're off the phone. He's if on you're Reddit, on the podcast, he's looking up stuff. If we had you on this, your phone, you have to take a shot. This <laughs> podcast is like herding cats, <laughs> and it's just with those two. <laughs> with, with those two. Men. Yeah. It, it is absolutely mm-hmm. hilarious. I think that Joel and I should have like the clip-on mics like that are on. You know? I did look into those. But... The only problem with that would be Joel get up, just start walking, rip everything apart. <laughs> <laughs> He'll go in the bathroom. It's like, Joel, where are you going? Left. We'll hear it. Yeah. It'll be <laughs> like, time, it was, the, was it the Jinx at the end of it when he was still hot mic? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's Absolutely. great. Yeah. Yeah. Joel going there, I hate this fucking podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see here, I'm on the phone. I have fucking idiots are over the house again. <laughs> Joel. Can't get rid of him. Yeah. <laughs> Adrian keeps inviting him over. <laughs> oh, goodness. Let's talk about what we're drinking tonight. Are we going to 
say. Are we going to do the welcome? Oh, we are? oh my God. Yeah. I was going to say it, but I'm afraid to say it since the one time I said that we didn't do it, we already did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, so. and we told you that, that we you... did, and you. Yes. And I was mistaken. I was there. editing that one, and I was laughing so <laughs> hard. <laughs> yeah. I've been wrong three times, and that was one of them. Oh, so. yeah. You've been wrong three times today. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Well, tell us, Misty. What are we listening to? We're listening to. We're not listening to. You're <laughs> listening to wine, whiskey, whiskey and murder. Welcome back. We did it backwards. Welcome back. Joel, you have to participate. Well, so who are we we'll with? just we'll just pre-record yeah. that. And yeah. <laughs> we do need to press the button. We do need yep. to for sure. Joel's back too. I'm back. There we go. Did he even get to introduce though. himself? Yeah. He yep, did. Yep. Okay. You want to start of. over? <laughs> <laughs> this has been a hot mess. <laughs> this is why they take two hours when we want to get through it. Well, and it's we've got our first like big snow of the season. Yes. So we've mm-hmm. all been kind of like stuck inside. Last... I say both listeners are in the same boat. I know. <laughs> <laughs> My mom and dad are. Yeah. And so is And so is Tina. Yeah. So is Tina. Mm-hmm. Um, and directly after the last episode that we recorded, I found out I had COVID. So again, we again, yes, but we've just been separated. Mm-hmm. For Did a you minute. get it, Joe? I'm pretty oh. sure he had it first. I didn't feel it. I was biking every day. Yeah, he enough. was sick the week before I was. I was slightly sick. I still biked. Right. I was not. I still ran the whole time right. I had it. You ran in the snow and rain the other day. Yes, I did. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, crazy to see Run Club canceled. I know. <gasps> it's got to like be shitty. It's got to be really shitty when yeah. Annie refuses to run and Rob, Rob said he's not running. Yeah. Well, but they're they're worried about hurting themselves, and I understand oh, no, because I wouldn't have done it. Yeah. Yeah, I would not have gone on the, the sidewalk today. The clear spot is the road, and mm-hmm. you definitely don't want to be out in the road right mm-hmm. now. So I would not going to go anyway. When no. It, when it gets down to the single digits, I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm not running unless I'm being chased. And even then, it'd probably be <laughs> easier run. on my lungs just to let them stab me. Yeah. Well, me and Katie are meeting to go run tomorrow after work. So yeah, I think tomorrow's gonna be like five degrees. It's gonna be like 35 in the evening. Yeah. So. yeah it's like two. It'll be 35. Now on Saturday when I plan to run, it's supposed to be like 15. Yeah. Oh my lord. So. Yeah. I thought thought it said one of those days was gonna be like negative five yeah, at night. Oh Jesus! Tomorrow or tonight, something. It's pretty mm-hmm. close. It's I gonna thought get I cold. saw like a negative eleven season. on oh Saturday. Oh my god! Yeah. It yeah. Uh, it hurts. Yes. Yeah, I am not a fan. Yeah. I'm not a fan. And for a week straight, I mean, it's next week's just even right. colder. You gotta get closer, cold. babe. I don't. I can hear you, babe. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so it, it actually went up. It's negative four on Saturday. Oh, oh that's so cool. It's only going to be a uh, uh, balmy at 10 degrees tonight. I may reconsider my decision to wear pants that day. <laughs> Lucky Mel. Or not Mel. <laughs> wow. I was looking at Mel. <laughs> Lucky Misty. And then, you know, there's are Lucky for Melinda, too, so she doesn't have to call her. More snow. Yeah. Yeah. Into three inches more. Yeah, on Saturday, right? No, Friday. Friday. Friday yeah. That's why I have to try to go in the office tomorrow because why? because Friday I probably won't get to. Okay. Um, they uh, sent everybody home. Of course, Monday was a holiday mm-hmm. uh, for us and for Misty and them. Do you guys all? I was. Joel wasn't. Okay. I was, yeah. 
they sent out a note to, for all the people that were not the pissons like myself to stay home. Who was that? Henry. Just I moved. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> what did you do? Kick the poor no, dog? I didn't. I moved. He yes. was leaned. He's leaned up against my leg. Yes, and I moved. Oh. And then he's like, "He's my relatable. Son. What's going on? Relatable. <laughs> <laughs> he's but, a redhead yeah, who's super neurotic. He is right. my son. <laughs> so Wednesday's coming to visit. She probably heard the, the suffering and the pain of Henry and wanted to make sure uh-huh. you weren't killing right. her I'm puppy. Not, I'm not killing your brother. I promise. Wish my car all. All right. I guess now we can talk what, about what we were going to drink. Yeah. Misty, you I hit this even, up. Oh, I can't even. What is that? I, you brought you it. You brought it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, whenever we were perusing our uh, favorite um, liquor store, there was a um, different wine that I hadn't seen on here in there before. So, I'm excited they're getting a lot of new stuff. So, this is a Jam Jar, and -hmm. it's a Sweet Shiraz. And where is this from? Grapes. (laughs) <laughs> new york it's a new york winery new york new york welcome to new york <laughs> i love how you switched i know uh, that was the first thing yeah. i went to what alicia keys and yeah. then we switched no taylor's got a song about that mm-hmm. so it says it's packed with juicy berry flavors and hints of dark chocolate jam jar makes a versatile partner for everything from cheeseburgers to chocolate pudding best served lightly slightly chilled with Offers of luscious fruity goodness in every sip. Okay. Yum. I want some chocolate pudding. Oh, look at that. Where did that come from? She said it. Oh my God, they don't pay attention at all. I'm going to pay attention when Joel starts talking (laughs) about scotch. I can't tell you how many times in the last episode that like we repeated shit because you guys weren't paying attention. It says bottled in South Africa. It sure does. Wow. But it's from New York. Oh, my God. Oh, I thought I said jar jar wine. (laughs) (laughs) Jar jar jam jar wine. Charlie Theron is from South Africa. All right, kids. This is a crack. This is not a... Cracker open. It's more of a twisty. Screw top rosé. And that's why they keep men around. Shut up. I just put lotion on my hands. Let Mel do it so the men don't have to do it. I think it's comical. You think... Oh, there that I don't have lotion on my hands all the time. <laughs> your hands are softer than mine. They are. That's because you do But why too do you much. have lotion on your hands? Yeah. This is this a podcast <laughs> kids listen to? What? No, What's what? The, uh, that's a, oh! Oh! oh, oh, oh. What was it, that? How fancy. That was not something I was expecting. Me yeah, it is. I'm impressed. It was Go a ahead. crack and a pop. Wow. Holy I don't know if I would drink that. Honestly. That's weird. <laughs> Uh, points to jam- snaps to jam jar. Snaps the extra jam jar. Hidden pop in that jam yeah. jar jar. <laughs> there is another one that I'm real excited about too for another uh, podcast that is um, bottled from a winery in Paducah, Kentucky. Oh, Paducah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. So go Wildcats. <laughs> Right? Oh, I'm sorry. I forget your SEC. 
Well, they, well, they are, are SEC. SEC. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. I went for the wrong SEC team. Yeah, it's okay. Because we're ACC. Yeah. So it's definitely not UT. No. Go oh. Bulldogs. Unless you're I'm a saying. fan of UT and then somebody here is, but no, they're not. I'm cheersing with Mel. She already took oh, a drink. Sorry. I was just excited to try it. <laughs> it is good. Is it sweet? <laughs> I tried it too. Yeah, it's a sweet red. Mm, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, it smells like a I headache want... though. Probably. It's got the tan and smell. Red wine usually does yeah. give me a headache. I that's want like okay. a PB and J to go with that. Yeah, Ooh. that's this kind of that's, that's semi sweet. It's least, very right? jammy. Mm-hmm. It is very it's jammy. Very jammy. Yeah, I like it. They had several different um, different flavors. I like that. Oh, that <laughs> of the jam jar. How much was it? Um, less than twenty. Was it? So it's right in our sweet spot. It is. We yeah. usually get about between 15 and 20. Yeah. Oh, you bought that and something else that day, didn't you? I did. That's the one from Paducah, Kentucky. And oh. I loved it. It's got a... It's frog something. It's got a frog on it. Cute. And it is uh, strawberry lemonade wine. Nice. <gasps> oh, that sounds good. I almost grabbed it, but I thought... It doesn't sound like that's even wine, probably. Listen, Linda... <laughs> We were talking about Purple Toad. That's one we're going to drink later. Uh-huh. They have a wine called Sweet Carol Wine. <gasps> oh, that is cute. Bump, bump, bump. They, they have tastings and things. Sweet. Oh, I have to take a little trip Carol to Paducah, Kentucky. Black Currant was one that they had. Which well, it's even cuter because Caroline gets Bardstown. so excited. When well, Linda didn't look very excited. She's not, That's too outdoorsy. Bardstown is. You know, go to Kentucky. Unless we listeners are not. <laughs> that one that's <laughs> picking this up somewhere. Well, yeah. I mean, they sound the same. Paducah, Bargetown, Bumblefuck, you know, it's all the same. <laughs> you know what? You want to hear another funny story? Yes. Uh, this one time I went on a date with this guy and then we were both like into photography and he was talking about how he was going to go out to BFE and take pictures. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, where's that? <laughs> like, that's not even a real place. <laughs> Oh, sweet sheltered man. There's BFE. What are you boys drinking? What are we drinking, Joe? We are drinking Balamore. I believe it's pronounced Balamore. Uh, it is, uh, I'm hoping it will be better than Lagavulin, just because I think it is. Oh, good. Uh, but it is I like Islay. Islay. Isla. Isla. Isla, that's right. Isla, single malt scotch. Uncultured swine. Yes. <laughs> Since I've been saying it right for a month now. I was about to yeah. say, Jim's been saying it wrong for how long? Let's go back to the earlier podcast and we'll see. Let us not. Joe wasn't even allowed to speak then, exactly. so, so I didn't get a chance to pronounce him. I'm just learning. Woo! Your what? house is possessed by the devil. Stop it. It explains the red hair. Uh, Demon kid. It always happens around here. When Adrian's in the room, he just falls over. <laughs> She gets mad. Obviously, she's a little mad. Yeah, if you can feel her, like, the aura just pulsating through the room, <laughs> oh, knocking no. shit down. Oh, hey, that or is that one dog of yours? <laughs> no, that was a ghost. Yeah. No. But, no, I'm excited. So, what, what is this, uh, where's this from, other than Scotland? Does it oh, say anything from, about uh, it? Isla. Isla. It is, uh, right, it is in the center of Isla, which is... A small island, of course. Mm-hmm. That's but where, like, Lafroy and all those are yeah, from, Yeah, right? exactly. Lagavulin's there. Yeah. This is a tamer, more mature. Is it peated? Yeah. It says, our, it's, uh, our signature distillery style of peat-smoked 
Citrus and vanilla, perfectly balanced at 12 years old. Citrus and vanilla sounds delicious. I bet it doesn't taste like citrus and vanilla. But I think it was, no. I think that it says it's the oldest scotch uh, maturation, world's oldest scotch maturation, maturation warehouse. Mm. So huh. I think they've been doing it the longest. Wow. Oh, I mean, they're all old, you know, it's a thousand right. years yeah, or whatever. Right. A good deal. And I've wanted to try it for a while. How long have you had it? I got it. We got it in New York, so you got it in New York. Yeah, uh, the marathon. I, yeah, I didn't think they'd sell it. They actually do sell it in the Tri Cities. I was shocked to see it one day, because um, I mean it is a fairly easy to get scotch. Expensive. Um, it was seventy bucks, I think. Right. How many bottles did you bring back from New York? It's a pretty good amount. Five. Ooh, look at that big no, spender. Were they all scotch. Well, no, it was three well, bottles brought, of the is that Great including... Jones. Rob's? Yeah, a bottle for Rob. I had two bottles of Great Jones. One, well, one bottle of Great Jones for Rob. They gave him. Two, two for you. myself. Okay. And then this. Oh. I was gonna get something different. I think I swear I thought I did get one more, but I don't. I can't find it, so I probably lost it. That ADD <laughs> made. I just yeah. Mm-hmm. I cannot find it. seventy this. bucks is towards the higher end. <clears throat> oh yeah. Of stuff. I mean. There it is. Yeah, I'm surprised you haven't bought any of that. I haven't seen it. It, I'm pretty sure B and B has. Yeah, I think I saw it, it there the last they time. Probably I was there. They just, probably do. Yeah. yeah, it just it's, never was on the radar. Yeah. Well, now it will be. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Oh yeah, sorry. It, was a, it is a cork. We are class. See other corks. For Seventy bucks. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If it tastes like citrus and or vanilla, I would like a taste. It's not. No, it never does. <laughs> Don't be rude. We let you try our wine. No, yeah. no, you can definitely try some. This is Joel's. You can drink all you want. <laughs> <laughs> it smells. Yeah, that's not doesn't smell super strong. Yeah. Though. That's good. Yeah, exactly. That's really good. Ooh, I like it. Are there any vanilla or citrus? Uh, it is lightly smoked. It's yeah, it's, it's it's not. Not super light. It's the end is very smoky. Yeah, that, um, I like that. Smell that oh, I'm good. <laughs> you didn't even try it. <laughs> no, you can, you can smell, smell it. I can smell it. You can smell peat. the peat. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so light. I mean, this it is, is just, very very it's light. Still... I had no burn whatsoever on that. Yeah. But 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 my mouth tastes like like. I actually like it too. Yeah. It's, it's very, not. It doesn't. It doesn't burn you like a lot of this. What's the alcohol on that? Probably forty. Yeah. I just yeah. don't like that peat smell. I friggin' love the taste. I and like the, yeah. the smell. I wear that as cologne, like to smell like I've been by a campfire all the time. I will. Oh, yeah. I love wood smell. Can be a bit overwhelming mm-hmm. when you've got mm-hmm. several people sitting around mm-hmm. you drinking it and yeah. breathing on you. <laughs> true, true. Joel would like that, Kirk. Mm. Yeah. I was about to say, well, he said he did. <laughs> yeah, no, the other Joel. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Jason would like it too, I think. Yeah. I mean, there's just nothing wrong. It's it, it isn't an overwhelming. It's not. Your, no. it, it's nothing spectacular. It's not, you're, you're not going to say good, this is man. got a great smoky taste, or it's just going to taste. Now I could sit expensive. and drink a glass of that versus some of this other stuff that burns like. Mm-hmm. Well, some of the bourbons and stuff. Goodness. I would like rather have the burn than like really. Really? No, I like that. That see mm-hmm. that like Same. that oily, like smoky finish that yeah. I've got still on my mouth right, right. now. Even oh, though yeah. I'm, not, I'm done drinking it, but it's I still, still taste yeah. it. It's like. Uh, but it, this one is 
again, it's refined enough that it's not really overpowering. Right. You know, you, you are enjoying it. There is not that. Because, yeah, I mean, Ardbeg is great. You can sip it. But five minutes later, I'm still at the campfire. And sometimes right. you just don't want that. Right. This Long is term. just, you can yeah. actually, this actually does taste yeah. fruity, peaty. Right. So, yeah, I, it actually, I really do like it. I would love to, of course, have some Lagavulin to compare it because... Don't you, know, you got some? They're... You do. Oh, yeah, we do, actually. Yeah, you're <laughs> right. And the Lagavulin, <laughs> the Lagavulin, I think, has got less smoke. Oh, does it? Okay. Yeah, that, that you're thinking like Lafroig. Lafroig is incredible. That's what I always, I you're always wanted Lefroig. to get Lafroig. When I was like shopping before yeah. we did this whole no. show thing, I was always like, Lafroig is what I want. Lafroig's twice as much yeah. heat. And Ardbeg yeah. is probably. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's. I like them. I just wouldn't sit around and drink Lafroig oh, yeah. all the time just because it gets it, yeah. overpowering. I want to taste something else throughout the night too. <laughs> right. That's all you taste. But I, I love, I like them. Yeah. Um, that is, I think it's great. I th- I'm really surprised it's how smooth it is. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. It's extremely smooth. It is extremely, yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm real happy with that. What else and, got? Of course, you know, that great, like you said, tongue and feel. It, it just, does. It's got a great yeah. feel to it. Lord I was reading, help. of course, all Scotland. Or all scotches are from Scotland. What did I read? You might know more about it. It's like all whiskeys are, no, all bourbons are whiskeys, but not all whiskeys are a bourbon. Right, exactly. It has to come from bourbon, Kentucky. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just like champagne has to come from Champagne, France. Right. Yeah, Yeah, and of course, yeah, scotch has to come from Scotland. Right. So, yeah. But yeah, I didn't know, but scotch is whiskey. It's just whiskey that's made in Scotland. Right, right. And this is their version of it, you know. Mm -hmm. American whiskey made in Kentucky has a more humid climate, so they only age it for three years. Whereas this is twelve years because Scotland. That's probably it, why it is burns fourteen so much degrees and... right now. Right. So, granted, Kentucky probably is too. So our <laughs> right now, it is. Yeah, yeah, our country's it's like the like an ice age has gone through. <laughs> yeah, which we need it to be cold every once in a while. Oh, yeah. Kill off some of the bugs. Just, and, yeah, you know, reset everything. But yeah, I do. I like that. Oh yeah. I had high hopes for it, just because I thought I, I, I like the what it looks like, or whatever. But yeah, it's exactly what I was hoping for. It looks very fancy, like, yeah. a, like something you would see in the twenties. Yeah. yeah, I like it. It's good. It's got a good balance. I don't know if I taste the the citrus and the. I think I smell it mm-hmm. more than I taste it. Um, the after, I can see it. Yeah. The afterbirth. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> That's horrible. Is that Taylor? It's Michael Scott. Remember, he was no. like, "It's got an oaky afterbirth." Uh, <laughs> from the office. Yeah. I don't remember that one? Yeah. No. Yeah. Let's not. Let's Bears. Yeah. <laughs> what, 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 what are they doing that they're smoking up in there? That's causing it to be a smoky after afterbirth. Is it okay? He's taking a drink of something. And he's like. Well, that's an oaky afterbirth, and you're like Jim does that. Like, yeah. <laughs> you mean afterburn? Yeah. I was, I I love Jim. Uh, I love Dwight too. Dwight's my fave. But I was reading a thing, and it it kind of hurts because I always love Jim. No uh, but, shit. But yeah, the name is nice too. But I just like the you know I like the guy that plays him, uh, John Kaczynski. John Kaczynski. Yeah, he's awesome. But. I read a thing that was talking about like rooting for like the bad guy, and Jim's not a nice person. If no. you look kind of like how everybody hates Zach Morris, mm-hmm. yeah, he was a douchebag. 
And I, I still think it. it's hysterical. Zach Morris is the best part. He's You've seen those things, right? He, oh, yeah. For sure. Like, Zach Morris is an asshole. Like, Zach Morris is trash. Is yeah. that what it was? Yeah. But, and yeah. he was. He was a douchebag. Yeah, if you watch was. that, I think, Melinda, we sat downstairs and watched like a whole thing of all the horrible stuff Zach he said. So horrible much. stuff. I, I, yeah. But I, I watched Mark a bunch Clark of clips. Yes. And it showed all the horrible things that Jim did unprovoked. Mm-hmm. to Dwight. Well, it's like that one episode where Toby is like going through like the box of shit like of everything that Jim has done to him mm-hmm. that he says that he's sending to a corporate office in New York and right. the corporate office in New York has a box <laughs> and Jim starts feeling bad finally. He's like, it's funny at first and then he's like, you know, all of them read right in a row. Right. It's not it, so funny. It's not so funny when you watch them and it's, it's kind of like that on that uh, thing I read. They were telling all the different things and what Dwight did back and forth. And I thought, you know, that gets you fired at most other companies. Oh, uh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't very friendly. But I still love him. And Dwight. My mom thinks that I have, I don't know, she every time she sees anything about John Krasinski, she sends it to me. <laughs> or she talks about, like, she loves that Jack Reacher or whatever. And she's like, watching it with your man. And That's- I'm like... <laughs> That's I don't Jack get Reacher. like I always like the office, uh, but she's the got this Reacher. this thing. Uh, well, like I have a crush on him. <laughs> What's funny is when I was like super young. Have you guys ever seen the movie Stir of Echoes? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Who's in Stir of Echoes? Kevin Bacon. Correct. So I used to love that movie, and if you haven't seen it, it's a good one. It's mm-hmm. an older movie, but it's um, a good one. Yeah, and this was a long time ago. Is but... it like Tremors? Because you know I love no, it. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's it's just about this guy who's like all this like weird shits happening to him, and then he starts doing his own little like murder investigation and like finds mm-hmm. out all this crazy shit and digging holes. Yeah, don't spoil it in case she watches it. But That's anyway, I'm into it. Yeah, it's really good. It's a good flick. But I watched. I like we Bacon. had it on DVD, and it was uh-huh. just something I watched one time, and like I, I would watch it every now and then just because it was a cool story and i liked it It was like it was interesting and creepy and all sort of stuff mom and heather (laughs) just randomly were like why are you watching that movie so much do you have a crush on kevin bacon i was like no i just like the movie right (laughs) but what's funny was uh, i was on twitter back when i was on social media and kevin bacon he's pretty active on twitter Uh and he's funny and he like put something in there one time he's like because, you know, the six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He was like, how how did you, like, what was your first degree? Like, how did you find out, like, who I am or whatever? Mm-hmm. whatever. And I almost put my mom and sister thought I had a crush on you because I was watching Stir of Echoes too much as a child. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that's just one of those things that, like, uh, I don't know where they got it, but. Mine would be Footloose. Yeah. Kevin Bacon's just in so many, like, great movies yes. and TV shows. Joe Carroll. Oh, yeah. I know, right? He <laughs> yeah. was, not, was not Joe Carroll before no, no. anybody James asked Purefoy me. If anybody, whatever. I don't know yes. who those are. I don't even but, um, remember his name. What was the but name I was very of the Joe show? The following. the following. And that oh, was a Kevin God. Williamson oh, show. Sorry. Yes, it was. That's why we love it yeah, so much is because it's Kevin watch Williamson. Because yeah. mom will start coming for you both. <laughs> Prince Joe. <laughs> oh, you can edit this out. Say praise Joe. Just praise Joe. <laughs> is that for mom? Edit that. In like I didn't tell you to okay. say because does she love him or hate she him? She hates him. I fucking love Joe Carroll. I do too. I would, what I would it take for me to that. join a cult? <laughs> Joe Carroll. Just Joe Carroll. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I but I said that like 
one time because it was in the show obviously yeah Yeah. and i said it and i'll still say it every now and then it pisses her off so much and then that's why i I always (sighs) share there's like these interactions on facebook and twitter where i had with like the following account and Uh like a a joe carroll account Uh and i always share them every year just to piss her off This is not to piss you off, Tina. I love you, but I also fucking love Joe here. No, I, it, it, yes. I don't necessarily want to piss her off. I just think it's funny that she gets so upset about it. Why does she hate him so much? I mean, aside from the fact that he's like a horrible monster. He's, terrible. he's a terrible monster, but yeah. You haven't even, you haven't even watched the show. Well, I've heard. She oh told me God. he was terrible. You got to watch, watch this the show. show. Just the first episode is one of like the biggest it's, masterpieces I've ever seen. It's, it's crazy good so many twists and turns yeah. just like ugh. yeah but anyway yes that sorry was like kevin williams and also did you know that they tweaked that to be that was like from a version of scream 3 that never happened <gasps> yeah no, i did not. which obviously it works out so much better as the following than anything in scream 3 but yeah you're gonna tell us a story today. i am but you guys we're doing good i i was just reading my notes here <laughs> Well, this is your time to shine. All right, here we go. So I did uh, Disappearance of Bobby Dunbar. Has anybody heard of this? Vaguely, yeah. Vaguely. Mm -hmm. It's about a kid that disappeared, and they found him a couple months later. And uh, there's been a lot of talk as to who this kid actually was and how he disappeared and how he was found, so forth. So I'm going to get rolling. Do it. So this is a story about Bobby Dunbar, a story of a missing boy who was replaced with another boy, or so they think. In August of 1912, Percy and Leslie Dunbar took their family on a fishing getaway to Swayze Lake in Louisiana, just east of their hometown in Opelousa. Is that how you say that? What? Mm-hmm. Opelousa, right? That's mm-hmm. how I figured. Sounds good. Um, Percy, the dad, was a well-to-do real estate salesman. Made plenty of money. His wife, Leslie, had two sons, four-year-old named Robert, or Bobby, who I'm going to call him, and they did too, uh, and a two-year-old named Alonzo. However, on this particular trip, and this is pretty common, I'm from New Jersey. It was very common in New Jersey for people to have houses down at the shore, extra houses, or houses at the lake. Well, Going to the Jersey Shore, right. bitch. Well, see, it was funny because, like, Lots. Uh, I remember my grandmother, or technically Russ's grandmother, my brother's grandmother. Um, she was your grandma too. Yeah, she had she a. Loved you. They had a lake house. A lot of people did, mm-hmm. you know. And it's crazy to think that people making fifty grand a year or thirty, forty grand a year at the time could own another house up at the lake. <clears throat> that the only and the only time we went up there was in the summer. We spent the entire summer up there. My mm-hmm. brother did. They did. As soon as school was out, everybody got in a car, go up there. You live there. Did anybody else live there for nope. the whole time? It just sat six empty. Months, it was empty. Yep. Joel, you don't. You did you know about the lake house that Nan had? Ah, uh, I mean, I know a little bit. About it. I know, yeah, there was. They she lived in Grundy, but right. she had a lake house in Abingdon. Right. Well, and I, I mean, I get, you know, yeah. like so. Well, th- this is the same scenario. They had a a house, you know, and in, in Louisiana, just east of their hometown. Um, on this particular trip. As they often met, went alone, um, they took uh, Les's uncle went with them, and they were joined by Percy's cousins, Wallace, and his family, as well as their sisters, and some of the hired help. So that means they got some money. Right. That's... Uh, and as you would expect, a bunch of kids also ran with them. 
on on the morning of Friday, August 23rd, kids were running around like crazy. They're having a blast, running in and out of the cabins, as they had several cabins up there, kids being kids, acting like they do, running all over the place. Parents were cooking. Percy, the dad, had gotten called away on a brief call from work. While he was gone, several other people showed up. The women went and helped the women do whatever the women did in 1912. Probably less than they do now. And, uh... Really? And the... Oh. Middle yeah. fingers all around, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was this and, actually I mean, 1912? Yeah. Oh, okay. I said I that at the beginning, sure. didn't I? Yeah. August of 1912. Uh, this is August 23rd of 1912. Uh, and the men, being the lazy sacks that they were, they finally had a day <laughs> off from the mines... <laughs> Uh, they, these were not minors. No, I know. But <laughs> but anyway, th- they all ended up going fishing. Uh, they joined, uh, like the cousins and workers that showed up to be there for the lunch and party, uh, all ended up going down by the lake to fish. We are in Louisiana now, so lakes are filled with creatures that can kill you. Mm-hmm. So I'll come up later. So the kids wanted to go down, and they actually had like BB guns and twenty two rifles. Of course they did. It's, Which, uh, it's 1912. It's 1912, though. and it's crazy to think you give a young kid a, a rifle. A four-year-old? Yeah. I mean, like, a, you know, just let them go and shoot at the lake. Well, but, I mean, it's also Louisiana. It is. And, and 1912. 1912. 1912. But I'm sure very rural. Right. So. Rural. Rural. What was the thing? I hate rural, that word. Uh, I do, too. Rural. I can't say it But all. it's the... Uh, Dirty rock thing. Rule, rule juror. Rule juror. Yeah, that's it. Rule yeah. juror. Uh, but no, but you know, you're so you're in the middle of nowhere. You can shoot and not hit anything unless there's a big ass creature crawling at you. Right. So you kind of need. Well, to that's know. probably half the reason they brought them down. Yeah, there, exactly. Yeah. You bring a twenty-two. Uh huh. So Bobby, who was very young at the time, uh, wanted to go, and Alonzo, his brother, was only two. They let him walk down there too. Just kind of keep an eye on your brother. Go down there with the cousins. A fucking two-year-old. I know. I, I mean, it's crazy. crazy. imagine now. saying, Killian, watch oh Caroline. I'm worried when Joel walks away. <laughs> <laughs> He's 35. I just don't know if he'll ever come back. <laughs> well, mom, dad had walked off to do some work stuff. So mom said, just go and be careful. <laughs> and uh, one of their cousins, Paul, grabbed the two-year-old, put him on his shoulders, and said, let's go. Uh, Bobby was wearing blue rompers, a straw hat, and uh, practically pushed over Paul to get to make his way down there. Romper, like what girls wear? Oh, that, that's just very gendering. The, those, yeah. are, those are pretty unisex when yeah. it comes okay. to young children. Okay. Yeah. Little suspenders, little shirt. Okay, little, yeah, like, yeah. You know, shorts. Yeah. At that age, kids don't really have a sex anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Well, gender. Either way, gender is a spectrum. Well, they they only had two genders back then, though. <laughs> yeah, two so. sexes. We still I have, have no sexes. idea what the hell the <laughs> difference is. You guys are killing me. Just continue. Let's, let's keep rolling because yeah, that we we don't got all this. <laughs> so, so anyway, Bobby about knocked over Paul, saying he was getting down to the lake. Fucking to, Bobby. To be with all the other guys, and Paul joked with with Bobby, "Get out of my way, heavy, or I'm going to run you over." Heavy was what they called Bobby. Just because he was a stout little boy. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's cute, though. It sounds like fat shaming. Yeah, it wasn't, maybe though. Was I don't just, think at the time. Maybe he, he was, was just, just stout. a... Uh, maybe he was like Walter. Yeah. So Walter's a big dude. 
for for a Walter could kick your ass. <laughs> I, if he wasn't smiling all the time in those pictures, I'd be worried so about it. He's adorable. Sweet, but he's nine months old. I was wears about to say. eighteen to twenty four months of clothes. So right, yeah. you know, I mean, it could have just been that he's big for his age. He, he's <laughs> humongous for his age. Yeah. Which you know, mom's tall, dad's not exactly small stature either. So I'm talking about. Bobby. Bobby, right oh, now. I don't know how big these people were. Like, we're <laughs> I, don't I don't know. know. I'm saying sure. maybe he was just... <laughs> they didn't have Instagram back then. <laughs> no. In no, 1912, they didn't have probably, Instagram? No. That is crazy. <laughs> they were probably tiny people. <laughs> people were small. And he was just the one normal size kid. <laughs> but they called him heavy. <laughs> it's like calling somebody tank. <laughs> right. So anyway, they all ended up going down to the lake. Some of the boys were fishing. Some of them had brought pellet guns and twenty-two rifles to keep an eye out for alligators and to shoot stuff. Just in the, like I said, this is the twenties. It's the twelve. <laughs> not the twenty. It's, it's like the ten. A, it's the twentieth century, right? Yeah. Just it's, it's not, almost the twenties. It's it's, the, it's literally not it's rounding. If you round it exactly. Oh Jesus! We're never gonna get done with this. <laughs> Anyway, so I'm three drinks in, ladies. <laughs> it was getting, it was getting towards lunchtime. No, that's, that's including. So it's getting towards lunchtime. Everybody starts to head back. Probably didn't have. They're looking at the sun back then, you know. <laughs> you do that now. I know. <laughs> I know. What time is it? Yeah. <laughs> Can you pinpoint the exact moment when you decided to hate me? <laughs> My next wife's going to be very nice, probably obedient. Uh, my next husband's going to be very old and very rich. Yeah. Yeah. I understand that. Um, Paul still had Alonzo on his shoulders when they returned back for food. All the tables were set. You know, and food was getting ready, still waiting on Dad to get back from his business stuff. They noticed that Bobby was missing. Leslie started to call out for a boy. And the lack of response from each of her calls, she got louder and louder and louder until the panic started to set in. You know, trying to find her four-year-old. That's got to be like the mo- uh, I, I don't even well, have children, and that's one of the reasons I don't have children yeah. is because I can't imagine. Is there, side note, just any information on, like, how many people were at the beach? Like, there was, was it just several. Like, there was dozens. Okay. Like, like, well, I was just, like, wondering whether it was just, like, their people or they went to a beach with the other groups of no, people. No, it was their cabin. They had several cabins at, at this lake. But you said that it was their brought, family. They brought the family. Their cousin said yeah. there was a dozen kids Extended running around. Family. Right. Uh, but, like, no, family. like, strange. No, 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 no. I I think this is way out in BFE. Okay. Speaking of BFE. Uh, Where's that? Mel. Mel, where BFE it is now. (laughs) Anywhere. Did you do it this time? You moved. I moved, yes. I'm sorry, Henry. But mom started panicking when she couldn't find her baby. One of her babies. The other one um, obviously came back with the cousin. The men in the area uh, immediately went back to search for him. When Dad Percy arrived home, he found his panicked wife crumpled on the ground, overcome with oh fear. My gosh. He immediately sprang into action and started running around searching. Uh, a bunch of the men searched the area for the lake to try to find some evidence of where he was. About a half a mile or so from the cabin was a train track. It says a switch track for the OG railway. I don't know what that means. That's a yeah. 
I thought so, but I keep thinking, you know, regional gangster railway. <laughs> I know when you say OG, it's that's the, all that comes to mind. That's the only <laughs> thing that comes to original. mind. The name of the I, right, yeah. but but the some of them went off there, and the railroads are higher, obviously, than the lake. And they thought he was walking along the tracks, which is crazy to think of a, someone under five just. Oh, yeah, he's fine. He's over by the tracks. Tracks over open uh, water tracks. Right. As a kid, we went to the river for fishing. That shit's scary. Were you but four? Well, no. Exactly. But even, yeah, exactly. But it's like, because it's open trestles, you know, there's no, it's literally just, it's, uh, it's just crazy that the balance required that a four-year-old doesn't But have. about that time, you know, what keeps going through my mind is fried green tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that too. Yeah. Thanks for the reminder. That, oh. It doesn't just, make me hungry at all. <laughs> it makes me sad. I haven't seen it. I haven't <gasps> you haven't seen it? Nah, me either. No, I feel about the whatever movie what? was you guys are talking Trimmers, about. Streamer, fried green tomatoes. We have a girls' night set up <laughs> now. <laughs> and Jim, you can kind no, of watch. Have, yes, I'll watch Jim and Joel can participate. But trimmers and we'll fried green sh- tomatoes. We'll watch Shawshank Redemption. Love. That's a good one. Fried watch. green tomatoes. Okay. Oh my god, I'm sorry, I'm drunk. And fried green tomatoes is one of the best movies ever. No, is that it the is one with Julia Roberts? No, it's Kathy know. Bates. Yeah. It's got what's her name? See her face. I know. Oh, mm, Annie something. It's the one with the trains. Annie Potts. I don't remember that. I think. I yeah, no clue from what it's about. It does have Annie Potts in it. And then uh, I'm trying to think of who plays. Give me the, what the lady is in. Fried green tomatoes. Anything else? Because uh, I yes, haven't seen that yes, as a reference. Yes, yes. Benny and she June. was June. Oh, Maybe okay. Uh, Mary Stuart Masterson. Mary, Mary Stuart, Stuart Masterson's in that See, too. See, I'm good at this game. You just you gotta give me that. She's a tomboy right. in it. Fried right? green tomatoes. Frank. What was it? Frank Bennett? No, please Frank don't do that. Ba- he was <laughs> Frank Bennett. More whiskey, Joel. <laughs> yep. I was waiting for you. Oh, I love that fucking movie so much. Adrian's buying Frank- the X bottle, so we need to kill this one. <laughs> you will. You will learn about Frank Bennett. No, yeah. but who played him? Oh, I have no idea. It's oh, nobody. nobody. Okay. It's not like Leonardo DiCaprio or anything. No, but he was in What's Eating Gilbert Grape. He and was. Growing Pains. He was. And, of course, a lot of other stuff. Like Titanic, which also took place in 1912. Jim, back huh? to your story. Oh, yes, excellent. Jim. Go for That's it. That's a good point. Fried green tomatoes. So, where were we? So, everybody's searching around. They went down to the railroad or the rail tracks um, by the switch track looking for, looking for this poor kid. Everybody was fearful that he may have fallen or got mangled into the tracks mm. the train went by fried green tomatoes fried green tomatoes spoiler alert yes oh it, it's a real suit oh chris o, chris o'donnell he was in it for not a long time but he was in it he was in it i'm trying to think of who that is chris <gasps> robin, from robin. Robin. robin the guy with uh the one that was in uh from three musketeers that hoorah what was the name of that movie make it all for love. Oh, um, no. Brian Adams. That's Brian Adams. I know, but I'm saying that was the uh, thing for um for Robin, Robin Hood. for Three Musketeers. No, for uh, Robin Hood. Three Musketeers. I it promise you. It no, is no, Robin you're Hood. you're thinking of Brian. Brian Adams did do both, um, right? For Robin Hood too. But Chris O'Donnell was, was in Three song. Musketeers. Oh, yeah, that part. He true. was Dr. Finn from Grey's Anatomy. Okay, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was in Fried Green Tomatoes, and it has to do with a train track. He died on a, on a track. I get it. Yeah. You already spoiled it for me. Now I don't have to watch it. Yes, oh, you it's, do. it's real soon. Uh, that's just part oh, of it. Oh, you already spoiled it? 
No. She did. You weren't paying attention, no. so it don't matter. Yeah. Well, since we're going to talk about this for a while. <laughs> we're not. Uh, I'm sorry. That, it's okay. The uh, only part of that that I remember, uh, I have seen bits and pieces of it. These two hot girls got a parking spot. Oh, God, spot. that was the best part of the... I love that. With oh, Kathy when they got Bates. the park. <laughs> and and she's like, Tawanda. Yeah, and yeah. she says... She said, the girl said, we're younger and faster. And she said, I'm older and got better insurance. And yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. That's the, the only reason I remember that. Store. Yeah. yeah. Just because it was funny. Bates. Kathy Bates is, she's, yeah. she's brilliant. Kathy Bates she was, was also in, in Titanic, which she took was. place in 1912. Back she to your was. story. She was. Six degrees of separation from Kevin Bacon. Everything. <laughs> she was also in The Office. She played Joe Bennett <laughs> in The Office. Goodness. Yeah. Uh, and, uh. She's been in tons of I was about to say, she's been she's, in she's, everything. She's, she's brilliant. She's Six done degrees TV of Kathy. Stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kathy Bates has Kathy been. Bates should be what it is. Yeah. Misery. Misery. That movie was, that messed uh, me American up as a kid. Story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she's yeah, been she in tons of Oh, the, um, Madame LaLaurie. She's yeah. brilliant. That's who she was based on. So anyway, they went to look around the train tracks. Not looking for any fried green tomatoes. Did not find Chris O'Donnell. Did not find Chris O'Donnell nor Kathy Bates. She wasn't around yet. However, they did run across an engineer, and he promised to send help to get more people up there to look for this poor kid. Um, Several hours later, a train arrived, and hundreds of men came out to help look for this child. Uh, However, unfortunately, the search uh, yielded no results. Little Bobby was gone without a trace. So for the next couple weeks, the newspapers from all over the South reported the disappearance of this little boy. It's because parents are He's rich. rich, yeah. Right. You know, um, it and it's now. sad. I mean, and it is kind of how it works now in some aspects, I think. I remember, like, because I feel like, you know, like, 2000s, late 90s, like, there was a lot of, like, you know, magazines with, like, you know, missing women on them, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And I just was, like, I asked my mom when we were in the grocery store, I was, like, why do only these stories get put on the, on the newspaper Missing or white women. Yeah, and she's, like, because they got women. money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're pretty. And, it is, and yeah. and then plus, I think it is the amount of like uh, energy that people put in for looking for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, if if somebody disappears, that one person knows and is screaming about it. Well, it makes a lot more yeah. noise when you know this person that two hundred people knew, and their parents are screaming about it on the news all the time. Um, well, there is like a definitive argument for just the the, the poverty line in that because and, and that's why if you go back to like even like your first story the um, indigenous yeah well women. even just like all the prostitutes that uh mm-hmm. robert Hansen, right like, mm-hmm. women, or sorry sex workers i did it bad oh. that <laughs> <time>. <laughs> um <laughs> sex workers yeah. that robert Hansen, right you know mm-hmm. yeah like they had people like they had kids they had right. family that were like but they're not as valued exactly well, so, that, so they go to the cops and they're like eh, it'll show up sometime right. you know? yeah. well, and she's a whore she's probably underneath somebody right sex, now sex worker. Jim. But anyway, that wasn't the point. It was just saying there is a very obvious difference there between the effort put into it. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, they put quite a bit of effort in this. Um, over 500 people towards the end were looking. Wow. Um, newspapers from all of the South reported the disappearance of this kid. Um, most people had feared that he either drowned, or was eaten by an alligator, or killed by one of the many other ways you can die in a Louisiana swamp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, 
I mean, rattlesnakes, yeah. spiders. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that long alligators. Yeah, but you would think, well, other than, if it was alligator, they would have ate it. But well, like, if it was a snake, and it wasn't, unless it's like... You would find the body. Yeah. Right, right. It wasn't that long ago that the, the little boy, a little boy was... Uh, killed by an alligator at Disney World. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's right. One of the, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. One of the resorts. Yeah. So wild. I mean, it's yeah, and, absolutely. Yeah, they. That's it's that's horrible. What you know, you're they, used to living in areas you. like mm-hmm. that. Alligators, which I mean, a little baby, you would think differently, but what an alligator usually does is they bite you, bring you underground. Mm-hmm. They do the death roll to to drown you, where you yep. can't get out, and but they don't ever eat you because you're solid. They stuff you under a log. And leave you there for weeks. That way, you kind of soften up, and they kind of protect that area. They save it. Oh wow! And then, as the as you rot a little bit or get softer from the swelling and all that, then they come back and eat you. It's I cancel my Florida trip. It's horrible. Right? <laughs> it's horrible. You're going to yeah. Orlando. Sure, you want to go? Yeah. Um, you're going to be dead, Haley, so you all know it. But protect. the dying part is not the worst, grossest yeah. part of your dying uh, or your death. It's it's pretty horrible. But anyway, um, they refuse to stop looking for this kid. Over 500 volunteers trekked out to the lake searching for Bobby. Uh, the Gulf and the Northeastern Railroad even placed a special uh, train at their disposable to help the Dunbars and brought people to help. This group can tick, uh, quickly as citizens of Opelousa came with uh, the help and they came with their wallets and they offered a $1,000 reward. 1912, wow. that's quite a bit of cash. Yeah, yeah. The idea, because they could not find the boy's body, because he was probably eaten by an alligator, and they stuff him underneath it, mm-hmm. is to dynamite the lake. Oh, damn. The, the concussion breaks something free that's stuck under a log, which would be this poor kid. Um, they went out hunting alligators, cutting them open. Is there not like a possibility you just blow up the kid, though, and then you yeah, never we're, find we're, him because we're a couple pieces? weeks later, this kid's dead in the swamp. No, but I'm still anyway. saying, like, if, if the goal is to look for a body, but at least, at least you find a foot. <laughs> yeah, but you'd find a foot or something. They just want closure. Oh, okay. Um, is what I would think. Uh, horrible news is still better than no news. Mm-hmm. And, and then you have the hope. Sometimes it, it works out for the best, but usually it does not. Because at that point, they just want to know. They just right. want a body. They just want something. And the fact that they never Everybody found a single piece yeah. of his mm-hmm. body or the clothes that they knew he was wearing. Mm-hmm. Was this near a national park? I'm not entirely sure. No, just a swamp in Louisiana. Okay. Well, because he Louisiana. had... Louisiana. Yeah, it's because he had the hat. So they did. They were blowing up, blowing up the lake with uh, dynamite. They were killing alligators as quick as they could. Because he had That's the straw that. hat, what they did was an experiment with the straw hat at the lake, and they threw it in there, and they watched it for days to see where the currents would move it, take it, because well, it kind of makes sense to me that, mm-hmm. to follow that, and they use an identical hat to see how long it takes to sink, so that way they know the hat's missing. If you know if it takes a week to sink, then there should have been a hat visible, yeah. Yeah. and that shows you that he wasn't in the lake drowned. But the hat just rotated around the lake for days, causing some to believe that there's no way the kid fell in the water and drowned because his hat would not have sunk. Well, even if straw. he had drowned, I mean, something would have got a hold of him, right. I would think. Now, granted, that's not a scientific, accurate experiment. You know, just throwing a hat in the lake. And he could have lost it on the... He could have lost it. could have blown or it off. An animal, or an let, let's say a bird, so right. it sound like, mm-hmm. this would be good for my nest. Yeah. Right. So, the Dunbars were desperately... You know, searching for this poor kid and clung to the hopes that their baby would soon be found alive. On September 7th, Percy began telling folks that he believed his son was kidnapped because we could not find a body. Mm-hmm. They've done all this, blowing stuff up, looking at alligators. And he 
bumped the reward up to five thousand dollars. Wow. Um, so it's around one hundred fifty thousand in twenty twenty three. Good. Wow. That's what it said. So now with all this money on the line, as you can imagine, information starts pouring in. Mm -hmm. People that they think they saw him matching his description, accompanied by anybody that's a questionable, questionable looking person. Um, anytime they called him, Percy dropped everything, traveled out to try to corroborate the sightings, talk to the people. He went to Baton Rouge, Atlanta, Mobile, uh, all to look for proof of Bobby Dunbar's disappearance, and it spread like wildfire. As he was going around, because we're, we're before the internet, of course, and really any good news besides the newspaper, his story spread like wildfire because he was going from town to town talking to people that said they saw him, and that made the news in that town. And then he'd go to Nala, you know, go to Mobile, and then he'd go to or Mobile. I think it's Mobile. 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 Yeah, right? Mobile. Album. Then he'd go to Atlanta, and every time he went to one of those places, the newspapers would pick up stuff, so it became more well-known and more well-known. Mm -hmm. um, but he was, they, him and the, the mothers clung to the fact that he was still alive. With the news spreading like wildfire, the reportings just kept coming and kept coming and coming. Yeah, he was under the assumption that he had been kidnapped, and winter was now setting in without any progress. Sadness and doubt started to hang heavy on the Dunbar family. However, in April of 1913, another sighting that sounded real promising, this time near Columbia, Mississippi. A tinkerer by the name of William Cantwell Walters was seen traveling with a boy matching his description. As a result, the authorities just took the pair into custody and alerted the law enforcement for them to come and take a look. Walters, of course, instantly denied that the boy was Bobby Dunbar, claiming his name was Bruce Anderson, and that he was the son of a woman named Julia Anderson. He just took care of Walters' uh, parents back in the day, and I'll get into that later, but he was just traveling with this guy, his companion, and he was young, so it's weird to me. This is weird, too, but... So they sent a photo of the per people back to Dunbar so they could see for themselves. Percy quickly declared that the boy in question is not my son, but had sent his brothers to Mississippi to investigate to make sure that they would come with the same conclusion, that the young man was not his nephew. So wait, um, so the Bruce kid that he's claiming is traveling with him that is some other woman's Yeah, child. Bruce Anderson. Yeah. Why is the kid traveling with him if he is Bruce Anderson? Uh, yeah, it's coming up. But, okay, sorry. But, um, Keep going. The here. short of it is that the mom, not a lot of money. Right, right, um, right. This guy's a traveling salesman and going around helping tinker and stuff. And he worked for their, their family at some point in time, was okay. friends with her. It's not his child. But he just said, you know. That's not unheard of for the child. Right. And he said, I'll yeah. take the kid with me. He can travel okay. with me and give me somebody to talk to while I'm tinkering. And he seemed to, I think, I think I may have this in there somewhere, but I'd read that you're more presentable when you come to a stranger's house when you're with a dragging kid. around a five-year-old. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. You know, People so. aren't, aren't. Their guards aren't up as much to let you in. Mm -hmm. to... Yeah. You Don't get any ideas, serial killers. Right. No. <laughs> this is not tips and tricks for serial no. killers. Right. Could you imagine? Oh, geez. That's We're... all serial killers need to do is listen to podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Need make sure we get a plug when they're in trial, though. That'll make this thing go crazy. Well, I yeah. I will just add that, like, that was, like, one of the things that was, like, a... Like talk, it's talked about for like Richard Ramirez because he had like, I think it was like a cousin or something who was like in war and he he used to tell him when he was young all these stories about all the stuff that went on oh, yeah. and then it was kind of like, 
no wonder he grew up and mm-hmm. did all the shit that he did. But right. anyway. Well, so we've got now the picture that dad said doesn't look like my son. I, th- I believe it was his brothers went down to verify because he's working. You know, he sent, sent he's got people doing the running for him. They said, no, it's not your son. However, and I don't blame him. Percy started having second thoughts. What if that was my son? Right. It's a picture. It's 1912. We're not talking digital photography here. You're desperate, here. too. You, and the desperation. You desperately hold on to hope that Bobby was still alive. So Percy said he was going to go to Mississippi himself, check with authorities, have them pick Walter up again. Which, you know, that shit won't work nowadays with Facebook. You know, like, oh, I know my rights. But uh, <laughs> but anyway, um, Percy finally got to see him in person. And he thought that the possible round face that was looking back at him could be his long lost son. But he couldn't really tell. And this was after like a couple months. months, Yeah, a couple months. Yeah. Yeah. And Um, he's very young. So that's, that's. Right. And that that part gets a little sketchy too. Yeah. The grief stricken father wasn't sure and so called for his wife to join him. Maybe mom can remember because he's a guy, it's a dad. Probably didn't even know he had two sons at the time. Oh, stop. You know? Well, I'm just saying, that was, you know, that was kind of the hit. They didn't say his name was Jim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just think that the fathers, especially then, were not as involved. Right. You mm-hmm. know, and the he thought, I don't want to, and which I think is smart. If he couldn't, he didn't want to give a definitive answer, even though he thought it was. He didn't want to tell the police, yes, that's my son, without getting mom's opinion. You're right. I, I agree with you. I think that's you know, actually I think it was a smart conclusion. thing to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and as grief-stricken as he was, mm-hmm. and this is off topic, not to get in a huge thing, but I believe they may have done a movie about this with Angelina Jolie. That's what I was oh, just looking Angeling. up. Is it's, that the same movie? No, I was just looking it up, actually, and it was saying it was about the chicken coop murders. Okay. I, I did not. No reason. I just popped into my head. And I remember seeing it, and I thought that that's not my son. Blah blah blah. It's and, similar. Yeah. Okay, this it is, is similar. A, so yeah, that's because that's exactly it's called Changeling. Changeling. And I, I was thinking it. that too. And it um, said that that story was based on real life events from 1928, the oh, okay. Winville Chicken Coop murders, uh, and that's yeah, a so. very famous. Yeah, I'm not case aware of that all. case. Yeah. Were any chickens harmed? No. Good. I don't think so. Don't quote me. <laughs> I've heard this on like every just, single just podcast I listen to. As but the chickens were okay. as long as the chickens are fine, so we could have them for dinner. <laughs> I did have chicken. Exactly. As long when, as they oh, were killed sad, humanely. Yeah, I, well, that's what's sad. Is like Do you know how they kill like I large amounts of them. Jimmy, stop it! No, it's terrible. Stop it! Or I'll, I'll be Jimmy. Okay. I don't want to be a vegetarian. Exactly. <laughs> What's anyway. the whole KFC lawsuit thing? Stop! Stop! They electrocuted them. Really? <gasps> I don't KFC eat a KFC. Huh, I didn't That's know that. People were talking about a KFC in the 90s it's or 2000s. chicken for me, and I can't Is it like help no, cook it, <laughs> Chicken has to stay. It's a it was zero just point a, on Weight Watchers. Weight Watchers. Really? They put them on a metal board. It's good board protein. Oh, it is. It's excellent yeah. protein. White meat, yes. Yeah. It's the other white meat. <laughs> That's pork. Oh, yeah. It's pork. <laughs> I don't really like Thank pork. Thank you, Messy. But I like bacon. I don't like bacon. I love <gasps> bacon. How are you human? It's just, it's way too many calories for for what it is. But it's bacon. I know. These glasses are like stabbing me in the head. It's giving me a headache. Oh yeah, with, with the, these things on. Yeah. yeah. So I had to tip it up. So I just, <laughs> Can you pour things? Like, there's like a damn groove in oh, my yeah. head. It's gotta be like, it, like having a fucking braille on the side. Of my head. <laughs> there was yeah, a which groove I'm in your on head right before. now, and I'm still here. I wasn't. <laughs> Because you're a warrior. <laughs> All right. Okay. Mel's uterus is like... 
killing itself right now. But you guys have... You guys have your glasses stabbing you in the side <laughs> of the face. So. And I'm also wearing glasses. I, is she fine. is. She is yeah. also wearing the glasses. Wear all the time. I don't. I have just started here lately just because I've only got like 12 contacts left and they're $80. And I'm like, uh, do I need to see that badly? Because you know, so. he hangs out with Joel a little bit too much. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I mean, it's just it's ridiculous. Uh-huh. Contacts used to be cheap. Yeah. Contacts were never cheap. No, they were no. cheap when I wasn't having to buy them. <laughs> when it was just you, I didn't mind. Of course not. So, anywho. Back to this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dad called Mom to to come down and, and, and see for herself. So. Sorry about that. You threw me off there. <laughs> so, Dad called Mom uh, to come see for herself. At the time, newspapers' r- reports deferred greatly on what happened next. Uh, during this thing and this is crazy um, I hate that she's going to miss that so back then because there was no news news like we know today or internet of course n- com- there would be several newspapers in almost every town mm-hmm. the newspapers and I probably wrote this in here somewhere the grief stricken father wasn't sure about this kid uh, that it was Bobby and called mom to come to Mississippi to see for herself at the time the newspaper reports differed greatly on what happened next. So there's several different conflicting stories. This is what one of the headlines posted. As I was saying, there were several different newspapers in every town back in the day, and they competed against each other mm-hmm. to see who could you know, make the most either outlandish or you had to have that attention-getting mm-hmm. article to make somebody buy your newspaper. So it was not uncommon back in the day for one paper to not I wouldn't say one paper to print the truth and one paper to lie, but them to have conflicting stories. One yeah. would say, you know, it's oh, hot out. One it's, would say it's clickbait before there was it clickbait. Is, it I is mean, clickbait. It's... It literally was clickbait before its day. Because you wanted to they go up to a newspaper stand, you know, some guy going, you know, paper, paper and uh you don't want right. And you don't want you know, they want you to grab was, this one because the headlines in big black. So that's one of the reasons some of these stories are a little crazy. So anyway, the mother reached the house where the boy was being kept, and he was sleeping. Uh, Mrs. Dunbar made careful examination of the poor kid without awakening him and stood over him for several hours before the child opened his eyes. The boy instantly recognized his mother and yelled, Mother. What? Oh, that was the that was the this newspaper. This is the newspaper. Oh, okay. Account. Oh. <laughs> I was like, Stop it. Yeah. Okay. Somebody yeah. had coached so, this child. So, <laughs> so this is the newspaper's account. One of the newspapers. She cried. He jumped up and cried. Reached up and stretched out into her outstretched arms, and embraced the boy. And then she promptly fainted. Mm, okay. On the other hand, this is what the other newspaper said. Oh boy. Uh, Miss Dunbar was hesitant to, to, to see that this, this was her son. Percy had been reported that Miss Dunbar was not positive that the lad was her missing boy, described the version of events when they reached home, the child was asleep, but awakened and began to cry as Miss Dunbar looked upon the dimly lit smoky oil lamp that fell, that fell light across the room and she fell back with a gasp. I don't know. I have no idea, said Miss Dunbar. So two completely different stories yeah. about mm-hmm. what happened. But right. one's much more sensational. Right. And and one and and it could be a combination of the two. 
Or the kid wakes up and says, or the kid uh, wasn't I don't even... know you fuckers. Right. Or, or, he, or, <laughs> he didn't, or he didn't even wake up at all. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, we're talking about eight months later um, since he disappeared. Not really in my mind. Wait, I guessed right. It was eight You months. did. I thought I said that earlier, Girl. but I might not have. No, I said it and you were like, no. oh, no, it's a few months later. <laughs> <laughs> I think I sounded much cooler than that. But sure. <laughs> Let's pull the table. Yeah. <laughs> so in my mind, seeing our grandchildren, seeing our kids, um, they, they do change quickly. Eight months still, I don't think, would be unrecognizable. No. Killian is recognizable like eight months ago to right. now. I don't, it's he not changed. Like, if it was like a newborn. He gets newborn, bigger, but his face still looks the same. Yeah. yeah. If he was, it was like a newborn, like fresh out of the womb. Yeah, because they all look the same. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, it would they, have to be To an extent. Brand, yeah. But, <laughs> to an extent. looking at, say, our, you know, ours, our kids, or, you know, I mean, let's dumb it down to a puppy. That puppy still looks like a puppy's face. I think a human a still year looks. later. Right. Much more like a the same person than a puppy would. Right, but I mean, the markings on a puppy, the markings on a person's face. I, mm-hmm. I find it hard to believe that there would not be a discernible, like, difference if it wasn't your child. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, people can look a lot alike and you go, God, you look a lot like them. Or you could be twins, but mm-hmm. you know that's not them. Yeah. But what do people do when they're just in a desperate situation? Yeah. Right. right. Well, you know, and, you and, and, and I do think your brain plays with you as, mm-hmm. a, as a grieving mother. Mm-hmm. that I would be, well, like, I could not imagine. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. just think yeah. about it. Like, I'd say, like, like you were talking about with the father. Like, he's like, yeah, that's not my kid. But then he starts thinking about it. What if? What if? What if? Because yeah. I and don't he... spend any time with this kid. Well, no, no, not even just that. <laughs> not even just Sometimes that. But then, dad. like, he goes to see him and he's like, I'm still not sure. And it's like, it's like, it's a mixture of, like, that hope of, like, right. maybe. But also, like, the... The immense disappointment if it is and then he lets it go so he's like let me mm-hmm. it's, it's like kind of trying to fact check himself you I know think like what, what blows my mind is this is a five-year-old child this that's coming up next i find that <laughs> you know, to be the crazy child too mm-hmm. it's not only knows who their mother or father right. or, or mm-hmm. <laughs> right. they haven't forgotten in this no, short period of time. and that was spreading rumors were spreading around about that so it's odd for one it's kind of telling that the parents don't recognize their own child Yes, eight months has gone by, but this is not. Like you would Melinda think that kid would be one. probably excited, how, well, like to see their yeah. parents again. Well, how long was the child with the the traveling dude? Do we know? Yeah, we do. How long was that? I'll tell you here in a minute. Okay, thank you. Yeah. So, but uh, I think he was there for a year. I have to look again. I'm sure it comes up. But of course, it's telling that the parents didn't recognize him. What's more telling is the fact, like Misty said, is a child did not recognize. The mother. Mm -hmm. And I know for a fact, you know, the kids would instantly recognize you, Mm -hmm. you know, or recognize Jenna, you know, you know, their mom, um, you know, for her kids. Uh, It was crazy. And it wasn't until the following day when she was allowed to see him again and she gave him a bath that she recognized that, yes, this indeed was her son. She said that she noticed because of the various marks on his body, like the scar on his toe and a mole that he had on his neck that matched the one her son had. In the conditions that he'd been living in for the last eight months, being a transient and helping this, living with this guy that was supposedly traveling with him, she assumed that it just altered his appearance slightly, and that's what threw her off. Still, however, a lot of the newspapers, especially the ones that were being picked up, sensationalized the fact that the boy recognized her right away, called her mother, 
And that's where things took a wild turn because... So they're combining both of them. Right. Well, what's crazy is, and it reminds you, like Joel said, a clickbait nowadays, once something gets rolling that is true, they just ran with it. And then the paper in the town next to it got a whiff of it. It was selling paper. So they started printing it. Mm -hmm. That the boy was found. The mother was ecstatic. The kid was, mommy, mommy, love you. And it's it's funny because I think that happens a lot today, how... And saying fake news all the damn time, but how a story can be printed over and over and over and have different results. It's like telephone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The game you, you, Yeah, we used to play, and by the time yeah. it gets to the end, the story's not even close mm-hmm. to being yeah. accurate. So, to many, it seemed that the mystery as to where Bobby had been all this time was finally solved. His grieving mother and father could take a breath of peace now that their son was home. However, William, William Walters, the guy he was with, kept screaming that it is not your son. That is this woman I know's son. And the actual woman who's like... Well, she's not in the picture yet, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, because he was supposedly, I think it says in here, gone a couple months. and We're talking over a year he had that child. Mm. Um, However, and this probably comes up later, but I found this kind of interesting. In 1913, uh, kidnapping was a capital offense. You'd be put put to death. Mm. Wow. Yeah, so it wasn't a slap on the wrist. I'm not exactly saying I'm against that, but... What's the... uh... Our millionaires at the time, kid that was kidnapped. Limburg, Limburg, yes. yeah. Before, after that, I don't know. That probably was because close that to that. I think that, that was I mean, again money, money, money. It's a Limburg kid, so right? The laws are gonna change, and oh, we're not, we're not having this anymore. So right. Well, Frank William Sinatra Jr. was kidnapped too. <laughs> was he? Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. A Limburg was after it was the thirties. Um, oh, yeah. So William Walters, the guy that we were talking about a minute ago. He went around just fixing stuff. He's a real handyman. He fixed musical instruments, clocks, watches. He just traveled the South trying to help people out, make some extra money. He stayed at boarding houses, hotels, and often would just stay with the people that he was doing business with. Ask him for a room and board. Give me a little bit of food and money. I'll fix your stuff. Be on my way. Before he left on his latest excursion, Walter asked Julia Anderson if he could if he could bring her son, Bruce, with him. Since strangers are more accommodating to traveling peddlers... And the company of having a kid, mm-hmm. you know, seemed like a good idea. Plus the unwed mother of three who was taking care of uh, Walter's aging parents while he was out on, on on town thought it was a great idea. And she agreed and said that if he took Bruce off her hands for a while, it might be able to help her get a leg up on some of her financial issues. Saving money, feeding another kid, mm-hmm. which is crazy to me. But I mean, I don't think it was uncommon back then. I don't think so. I remember. I don't, I don't think it. I didn't I've think it uncommon. I've seen kids for sale. Pictures of kids for Jeez. sale. Yeah, there's all kinds of depression because you couldn't. Seems a little, yeah. You would sell a kid to a rich person. Um, I, yeah. I don't think that it, it sounds horrible and it sounds like like pedophilia, but it wasn't that. It was your no, parents saying, just... "I can't feed this child; he's going to die." Yeah. Please and take somebody take, who desperately right. wants somebody to have wants it. a yeah. kid. Right. Yeah. right. It was before there was like a system to really. It, our system is flawed now, obviously. Yeah. But but it was before there was a system in place mm-hmm. to really care for this sort of thing. So. We're talking about eight months since Bobby went missing. And Walter is screaming, I've had this kid for over a year now. Even though he wasn't supposed to have the child for that long, he just didn't come back. He's still doing the traveling thing. Didn't know he had cell phones, so I guess there was no way for her to get in touch with him and say, hey, you still got my and kid. That's not to say that he didn't send letters, letters or yeah. telegrams he may have. He may or have, right. whatever. Yeah, he may have. Because you can't I just would like, hope so. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he has the woman's child. But, uh Anyway, he she he's been traveling with this this child. That's what he's he he he. That's what he's screaming. 
So he swore up and down the authorities that if he would, if they would get a hold of Julia, the mother, that she cooperate his story and it would clear this all up. Not to mention that Bruce has been with Walter before Bobby Dunbar even disappeared. Mm-hmm. So one of the families that stayed with Jeff Bilbo and his wife could vouch for it as well. Somebody else he had stayed with. So the 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 parents, of course, were adamant that this was their son and was not going to let them take this this boy away. They've latched on to that. They have. Um, he'd been there now for a week or two. So Walter's uh, explanation fell on deaf, deaf ears, and the Dunbars were allowed to take the boy back to them when they left for Miss Louisiana, leaving Walters to sit in the Mississippi jail accused of kidnapping. <gasps> oh, man. Jesus. He then wrote a letter to the Dunbar family to plead with them. He said, I know that you have Bruce. Now, this, these are not super educated people, um, the person at the time. He said, I know you have Bruce, and but you have heaped up a bunch of trouble for yourself. I have no choice to prove up to you and decide that you are wrong. It's very likely I will lose my life on the account that you are doing something wrong. And if I do, may the great God hold you accountable. This boy's mother is Julia Anderson. If you ask him, he will tell you. I did not teach him to beg or be a bum, but as much as you have taken good care of him, so that you have lost Robert and Neil, if you have lost Robert and Neil has now lost Bruce. Not sure who Neil was, maybe the dad. Uh, may God bless Darlene and the boy. Write me if I don't get lynched. I think you should be sad, but maybe not for too long. Wow. Kind of a weird, sad wow. letter. Sounds like something my dad would send me. <laughs> <laughs> Bummer. Now, the town folk of Opelousa, uh, where he's from, didn't give two shits about any of that. Um, they were all infatuated the story. It was all over the news, all over the papers, rather who'd uh, been snatched up from the jaws of an alligator and returned to his loving family by the, the way the paper read it. Wow. You know, he he was so close to being killed and then, then kidnapped, and here we have found him. Jeez. After all, and this is what was made sense to me, if the child wasn't who they said it was, not only would, would uh, Walters be punished for a crime he didn't commit, but there's also a mother hundreds of, May, uh, hundred, hundreds of miles away that would be looking for their son yeah i don't know how you let the kid go well, without verifying with the mother right yeah. well that's what that's what the that's what the papers and the people were thinking that if it's not true where's the mom mm-hmm. how is this guy going to jail if the cops put him in jail he's guilty mm-hmm. you know news just hadn't was, made it to mom i was gonna say yeah right. he's saying 100 miles away was there any due diligence before then or no. would well, they just lynch him they they, well, they were they were they they went overboard because of all the hype right luckily the governor of Mississippi acknowledged that there's a lot at stake here. Right. We are not going to just rush this guy to trial and, and take him out and hang him. Because mm-hmm. we need proof was that no, this was exactly, in fact. Exactly, there was no proof. Right. Yeah. And, and the governor decided that the trial would wait until we can absolutely prove who this boy was, that it was Bobby Dunbar, and we're going to track down the mother. Good. You know, so Thank I, I God. think Yeah, I think it was uh, probably the fact a that the governor, that guy, yeah, yeah. The governor mm-hmm. actually had some sense to him and went, yes, probably is the kid. This has been sensationalized. We're not sure if all the facts are right. Let's make sure. Let's talk to this person. You go. I guess they went through all the avenues to prove that that person was kidnapped. So this would mean that Julia Anderson would finally have a chance to see if, her, if the son was actually her son, Bruce, as the tra- uh, traveling uh, guy peddlers claimed. When she arrived in Louisiana, uh, Louisiana, sorry, the authorities presented a series of five boys to her 
from from a line. Had to pick her son up out of a lineup. And it's been like a year since she's seen him. It has been over a year since Anderson had even seen Bruce. And now we're even longer that the Dunbars have been without Bobby. So much like uh, Leslie, Dunbar could not identify their child from a group of five because it has been over a year since she saw him. She was panicked, but a lot of time had passed. How about let the kids see his mother? Yeah. How about <laughs> let's see both that of comes moms. Up, that comes up later. Yeah, that comes up later. I just don't understand. I mean, I don't have kids, yeah. but like you guys do. Right. Is there like a period well, of time where no, but where well, you, you wouldn't recognize that. your child? I mean, you see it like with the Sylvia Lichen case, mm-hmm. where parent, parents yeah, are just trying just, to do mm-hmm. better. No, that for I their family. I'm that asking you, about but you remember or is the child there a period remembers. Of time when you think, like, from this point to this point, I wouldn't recognize Jared. Okay, but now look at this. Now, this is crazy. Is that, you remember Alonzo from the beginning, his yes. younger brother? He is now the same age as her son was when he left. Aww. So she halfway picked him as her son, even though they 100% know that Alonzo uh-huh. was not hers. Oh. But because he is now the same age as her son was when she left, she gravitated towards him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Poor baby. Yeah, so uh, Julia, the mom, uh, almost picked him. So the test was a failure. But the heartbroken mother said, I need another chance. And the following day, she was given time with the boy alone. Julia claimed to, uh, confidently from the bottom of her heart that she had said, that is my child. But the newspapers printed the day before that she could not identify her. Oh, goodness. So she's already damned. So, the, the yeah, the press eye. took off with the story from the night before and... Uh, Unlike unlike the grace that they showed uh, Mrs. Dunbar when she struggled, she's rich. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Julia was, you know, characterized in the worst way possible, really. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> this is what they printed in the in the New Orleans oh, Times. Her long journey had been in vain. She had not seen her son since February of 2012, and she has 2012, 2012. <laughs> I'll do that again. So this is what the paper printed. Such a long time ago. They really printed it wrong. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I'm sorry. So this is what the New Orleans said about poor Julia, the the mom. They cruelly stated that her journey had been in vain. She had not seen her son since February of 1912 and that she had already forgot about him. Animals don't forget, (gasps) but the mother did. This big, coarse countrywoman, several times a mother, she forgets. She forgets her own kids. She cared for a young child, and there are only regrettable incidents in her life. She hopes that her son isn't dead, and she hopes that the cotton crop will be good this year. As the true mother's love, she has none. Oh, my <gasps> God. What? Yeah. So. That is scathing. Yeah. However, Julia wasn't given up. In spite of the treatment and his fact that nobody could make Nobody could make any sense of why she would lie and say that the child's hers. She's got pot to piss in. You wouldn't want to add another kid for the right. hell of it. So why would she lie about the child in question? Julia Anderson was penniless, a widow, had not asked for any money for any of the mix-up. She has asked for nothing. In fact, the Dunbars even offered her money to say that the boy was not hers, which she refused. Percy claimed that he would get a thousand witnesses who will say the boy is theirs. And that it is Bobby. That's just as big of a, like, in her direction as you could get in that time. Especially, it would be very easy to say, yes, okay, Mm -hmm. yeah. Literally just sell your child. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So the court ordered 
that they had to have an arbitration between the, the, the two to determine the identity of the boy. Not only did Julia collaborate with Walter Story, admitting that she allowed him to take temporary custody of her son, but the family I mentioned earlier, earlier that Bruce and William both stayed with this person in 1912 when he the boy had disappeared. So we had other witnesses mm -hmm. that said, no, this kid's been with that one. They had a number of witnesses who claimed that Walters only had one child with him, and in fact it was the boy that was in the center of the room at the court date. However, the Dunbars were wealthy family, prominent members of the community, she didn't even have a lawyer with her. Yeah, they didn't geez. make her have a lawyer or didn't give her one. So none of it mattered. At the end of the day, the arbitrator declared that the boy was indeed Robert Dunbar, not Jeez. Bruce Anderson. And Julia had absolutely no recourse, as it seemed, but let her son, that her son was also kidnapped from somebody else. And that William Walters was sent to Louisiana and charged with kidnapping and would be sentenced to as high as death. Wow. So, yeah, it's kind of crazy. I don't like Has it. this kid not seen his mother during all this time in the court? Or yeah, I'm not too sure. Well, I mean, I don't know how they did it back then, but now they try to keep him out. Yeah. So the trial for for William. Next uh, is where we're going to next. The trial didn't begin until almost a year later, in 1914, in April. At this point. Percy Dunbar claimed that he knew right away that this, that it was his son, even though earlier reports claimed doubts on it. Liar. Yeah. And there was even a paper that printed that he needed his wife's opinion, but these were unmarried, un un uneducated, and poor people that were bringing this stuff up. Oh, because they're poor. <laughs> wow, he's a great guy, I can tell. Yeah, it's crazy. So cute. <laughs> Walters would say during his, his trial that his poor health and knees would prevent him from carrying out a kidnapping, and the prosecutor suggested that he was capable of trudging through the dense wilderness afoot around the lake time to, and would be able to snatch the boy, even if he didn't have motive in the first place. Mm -hmm. So they, they were thinking he did. What However, would be the motive? Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. I don't think when Just you're... to drag around a kid. Yeah, for... that's what I'm saying. And like, have to feed him. Super and easy. And if they think they him. have a motive. What the fuck is it? Because mm -hmm. I don't see one. Right. Well, luckily, Walter actually had a lawyer, and he brought forth a number of trustworthy witnesses that gave testimony that said that Walters was with him in Mississippi when Bobby Dunbar went missing. So he was not even in the area. Mm -hmm. And that was the strongest evidence that, you know, he, he wasn't, he could not have done it. It's kind of like, you know, can't be in two places at the same right. time. Uh, however, the strongest evidence that they had what was Bobby was because of the deformity and the, the scar on his foot from an accident when he was younger. And the <laughs> this is crazy. And the boy that the Dunbar family now had, there was no scar. So it had healed is what they said, oh, even though that's geez. what they went by. So he was sentenced and found guilty of kidnapping. <gasps> and after much deliberation, he was sentenced to life in prison. Fortunately, oh, in the years that follows, they made a success, successful appeal to the Supreme Court to grant a new trial. At least it was live. Yeah. They gave him an opportunity right, they did. to... They granted him a new trial, but the city decided because the parents have their child, he's alive, he wasn't abused or molested, mm -hmm. you know, it could have been a lot worse. He served two years in jail and he was released for the good, uh, for good uh, after two years because they just didn't want to spend the money to retry him. So they dropped the charges, which is crazy to go from almost being hung 
They're like, eh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, we don't get the money right. for it, right? Right, because they're not even confident enough that anything happened. Yeah. Yet this child has been potentially moved from the only life he knew to now this new total life with all these strangers. Right, mm-hmm. yeah, it's crazy. So anyway, he was released and has screamed up until his death that he didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, now the poor mother, uh, she had been thrown in the mud and all the papers and by all the people that were whispering right. behind her back. Um, she had nowhere, absolutely nowhere to go after the trial, and no means to return back to the Carolinas where she was from. So the people of Mississippi who had also taken care of William and helped William out because they said, we know him, he didn't do this, took her in and lifted her up the best they could, which was Aww. very sweet. That's good people. Yeah, mm-hmm. they took care of this grieving mother when no one else would. They really helped her out. Uh, eventually, she ended up marrying a really good man, had several children that all grew up hearing stories about their other brother, Bruce, who oh, was kidnapped no. by the Dunbar family and given a new life and name. Oh, These kids gosh. remembered their mother very fondly, much differently than was depicted in the papers. She's a devout woman, went to church every week, loved to read, kind, loving mother who did not think of her children as regrettable incidents like the paper said. But most of all, they saw their mother pine for a boy that, they, that, that she said got kidnapped from oh. her right under her nose. However, the Dunbar family, you know, who thought they lost their son, theirs wasn't so happy. After about five years after the trial, the Dunbars filed their divorce. Mrs. Dunbar, Les did. She left the two boys with Percy and moved to New Orleans. (laughs) Yeah, it's crazy. That fucking bitch! She steals that child and And she's like, you fucking take care of her, Percy, I'm out. Yeah, so so poor Bobby's life was destined for turbulence from the start. Jesus. This poor kid. Yeah, the the kid, it's crazy to think... um, she she cited infidelity uh, is one of the things I read, mm. which is why. Um, Hi, infidelity. <laughs> so, <laughs> Bobby actually went on to build his own family. Uh, Bruce. Had, <laughs> huh? Yeah. Bruce. You mean Bruce? <laughs> no, no, stop, Jim. Bobby. Yes, he was, re- he was. He was. Kidnapped to we be Bobby. We firmly believe that Bobby is Bruce. Yeah, yeah. that's what we're saying. What we're okay, saying. damn. I thought, <laughs> if I been saying the wrong name this you whole said time. Bobby. Yeah, no, oh, yeah. I said you mean Bruce. Well, no, Bruce but he has Bill. been declared to be Bobby. Yeah, right. He is Bobby, not Bruce. Yeah. Bruce, they think they think Bruce was eaten by an alligator or something. Is the is what they everybody thought? Spoiler so they're alert. giving. Bobby's they're saying that come to Bruce. You're gonna have to start over. <laughs> Bobby Dunbar went missing. And then the Dunbar stole Bruce and claimed him to be but Bobby. He is Bobby by the law. Yeah, right. by law. By right. law. Yes. But that poor kid was Bruce. Right. Well, they think. They think. We know. Yeah. They think. <laughs> we know. Hasn't so, it improved like, yes, by the has. Like, okay. Yeah, years and years, like 100 years later. Right. Um, it just got proven on here not long ago, a couple years ago. Jesus. So, anyway. Bobby or Bruce, but we're going to still call him Bobby because everybody thinks he's Bobby. Bobby was able to grow up with his dad. They had a great life. He was very well off. And it is one of the things to look forward or look at that it's not really fair, but the mom did at least know that her son was well taken care of. It was her Mm -hmm. son. And, you know, we think it was or they think it was. And he would eventually have four children. And by all accounts, uh, him and his wife, Major Marjorie. 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 That's You're right. also a Taylor song. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Marjorie. It's about yeah. her grandmother. Uh, Marjorie, they had a beautiful life together. And so now William, 
the guy that was charged with it, his fate, uh, it was widely reported during the trial that he was found guilty of the kidnapping, but he was spared the gallows by receiving the life sentence that Misty said. After two years in prison, resulted in his release because they didn't want to spend the money. He ended up living his life in disgrace the rest of his time, Aww. remained screamed that he was innocent until the day of his death when he had blood poisoning in 1945 on April 7th. Oh, my God. Jeez. Now, Julia Anderson, she returned to North Carolina where she settled down, married, had seven more children, became Ooh. a Christian, devout Christian, going to church. And according to descendants, she often talked about Bruce and referred to the Dunbars as the shameless kidnappers that stole her son. Aww. Her only solace, mm -hmm. which I said this a minute ago, was knowing that the boy that she adamantly claimed to be her child had been received into a happy, healthy, wealthy family, even though apparently not very happy there towards the five years later, and that uh, he would enjoy a better life than she could have ever dreamed that she could have provided for him. And she never, ever saw that boy again, ever. Aww. Yeah. So. I mean, shit. I mean, to me, that's a it could have all been, it could have all been done is you put that kid let that kid mm -hmm. see his mother and say is this your mother right. right which one of these is your mother if either right well and that comes up because not really much is known about bobby or bruce but bobby's uh life after the courts he just grew up and Tajib got married uh fathered a bunch of children had a comfortable life however years later things would take a crazy turn as bobby Bobby Dunbar, and it's funny, they start putting it, uh, some of the stuff I read in quotes after that because I'm not sure who it is. Their granddaughter, or yeah, their granddaughter, Margaret Dunbar, Dunbar Cartwright, started an, an investigation over four years to try to clear up the mystery. Hell yeah, Margaret. So I thought this was neat. They, she, they kept, which is great, they kept clippings and stuff, and she was rummaging through stuff and found a letter from a woman that wrote asking questions probably somebody from mississippi and it said i'm probably in the letter uh and she, she it fueled her investigations and intentions to try to find the actual truth of what happened because we're years and years and years year later somebody wrote dear sir in in view of human justice to julie anderson and all mothers i am prompted to write you i sincerely believe that the dunbars have bruce anderson and not their boy if this was their child why were they never let the child interview privately and ask which mother is yours there you go misty i would see nothing to fear and this seems strange the dunbars claim that this is their child and he had been gone eight months do you think this features would change so much that they would not know him only but by moles and a scar this is all a farce if the dunbars do not know their child who's been gone for eight months why do in my mind they don't know him at all these words convinced Mar uh, margaret there was a possibility that her grandfather was not the guy and could possibly be Bruce Anderson and not Bobby Dunbar at all. And she knew there was a way to find out. So in 2003, Margaret requested a DNA sample from her father, Bob Dunbar Jr., and sent it to a laboratory where they examined it against other DNA samples provided by the son of Bobby Dunbar's brother, Alonzo, which he was still oh, alive. Right. Yeah. Nice. Remember him? He was a couple years younger. Why chromosomes are always passed unchanged, almost always, from father to son? This would almost always determine whether the two men were actually cousins or not. Mm -hmm. First degree cousins or could not be. That's the uh, Y DNA test they do now, right? Your Y chromosomes. That's why he decided. Well, that's what I'm saying. The DNA testing we do is based on that. 
How do you right. Okay. Well, when the results came back, it was 100% conclusive that they were not brothers. Uh-huh. So without it, and I, I guess so it's fucking Bruce. It's, it's, it showed that her uncle could not have been related to her grandfather, yeah. which is not physically possible Yeah. because of the Y chromosome. So beyond, beyond any doubt, the boy found in 1913 was not a Dunbar family member, a male Dunbar, Dunbar family member. Most likely he was child, Charles Bruce Anderson, the son of Julie Anderson. DNA testing was also conducted to see if this was true, if the baby matched the Anderson gene line, but mm-hmm. it came out as inconclusive. Oh. So the real identity has never been confirmed to this child. I but think it it's pretty safe to say. Well, yeah. well but they know they know you know conclusively know that, that it is not. not a, he's not, not a Dunbar. Dunbar. He is not a Dunbar. Yeah. Wow. Now, what was also crazy is that a lot of the Dunbar family did not want to know. You know, it's probably just, a, probably just a stain in your, you know. Well, by that point, they, it's probably like known. It's like it's the dirty little done. secret. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Well, they've investigated it further, and the whole Dunbar family really didn't want to participate. She did get her uncles, like we had said a minute ago, to do it, and her dad. Uh, most of them didn't know that Margaret was even spearheading an investigation to solve this case, and the sudden realization that their lineage lineage would be. Uh, like a huge mistake and everything they'd known for the last hundred years mm-hmm. was a hard pill for everybody to swallow. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. So what they figured happened, uh, they speculate that this was after doing more testing and more investigation that the real Bobby Dunbar was most likely fell into the lake in the Swayze Lake and he was devoured by alligators, which was, mm-hmm. you know, many of the journalists that looked into it theorized that the Dunbars either accidentally or deliberately may have been responsible for the disappearance and used this Mississippi boy to cover up their crimes. Oh my God! What did they? I don't. I don't think that's. I don't think that's what happened. But that's either. what. That's what some journalists. Some yeah. journalists speculate. Which I mean, honestly, is fair turnaround for what they did to Julie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I ain't. I ain't sad about it. But right. And, I don't think that's what happened. And that's what it says. The the biggest mystery that a lot of people were confused is that the boy never said anything. Well, that's what I was you know, asking. You was before. he not old enough to realize he'd landed in a completely different house? Well, he well, had to have been at least four or five. Four, yeah, I mean. Well, think about it though. Like, I, I don't know how many memories you have from when you're that age. I don't. Have I have very none. Many exactly. And if he's some, already I been do. on the road with this other guy for a year and then all of a sudden now he's with these new people i mean i think the most confusing part would be being called bobby when your name's bruce but i mean i I don't think there's a lot for him to question well you know and he's already had like a very turbulent he has but i would kind of i would kind of wonder though i mean i have memories not everybody does adrian said she has memories i have none but i was in a wreck you were in a car accident but um that you would think that the child would have even if didn't necessarily couldn't pick his mom out of a lineup or Mm -hmm. what but you would think he had siblings you know that maybe he would remember siblings or you know that type of thing i had read that too that you would think a four or five year old person like killian Mm -hmm. would go running to see his sister when he's and what if he's being told it's a year that he's been gone right it is yeah so eight months yeah Yeah. well it was eight months from when bobby went 
kissing, but if you you said that oh, he was you, with you him even longer, yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah, he was a year from yeah. Bruce. If yeah. you're not like, there's nothing to remind him every day, right? You know that his mom looks like this. He doesn't have right. a, a, an iPhone to look back on right. and see, hey, this is a picture of me and my mom or me and my sister. Or me right. And my well, brother. that's what people wonder is, you know, after a I year, you would you recognize your mom? Yeah. You know, that and like I think. As a child that young, whatever the adults in your life are telling you to do, yeah. you're just doing. Right. Well, they people have questioned that, that as he grew into an adult, did he ever question it? Right. You know, and uh, Bobby Dunbar Jr., his son, uh, once had a conversation with him in 1954. So, you know, we're 40 years later and asked him, if, are we who we say we are? Mm-hmm. And the father said, and this is documented, that the father gave him a, a cryptic answer. He said, I know who I am, and I know who you are, and that's the only thing that matters. Oh. Nothing else makes a difference. And he and probably did. He probably he had an idea. Yeah. Um, and it said that he was more concerned with the contents of his character than of his ancestry. I know who I am, and you're a good right. person. And he probably pondered that through his whole life. Mm-hmm. That would have to come up. That's a kind of answer that I would think that you would give if you had some speculation right. that there might be. Because if you, if you were... A hundred percent. No, these are mm-hmm. my. These were my parents. This right. was, you know, that you would say that right. mm-hmm. versus. But I think too, when you're talking fifty years later, and people are still pestering you, and he spent most of his life as as Bobby. a Dunbar, right? Yeah, right. Um, I think you you kind of tell, especially talking to your son, which his son was probably older too by now. But talking to your son is like it doesn't matter. You're a good person. Mm-hmm. You are, you know, who you are. So I kind of mm-hmm. get that. Yeah. Um, he died of heart disease. Uh, in March of 1966 at 57. So, Poor guy. Uh, his remains lie next to his wife at the Bellevue Memorial Cemetery in Appaloosa, Louisiana. Wow. And uh, that's the end. Most of my stuff, sources-wise, I got from Murderpedia, as I always do, all that's interesting, and Southern Gothic. I thought it was an interesting story. I had heard I about it. I want to cry now. Thank you. Which part? Appreciate Everything. It. it is. It's sad. However, I kind of get the dad not or him not caring who he was yeah. or where he came from. I, I'm more sad, I think, if, and it's weird that the DNA was inconclusive, but if that was Anderson's son, the fact that she never got to see her son again, ever. Yeah. That's what I was saying before. Is like, crazy. I mean, I know, A, there was probably limits anyway just because of the, the time period that they were in. But either way, the fact that she never, you know, got to see him or talk to him again, well, that was a sacrifice on her end. It because... is. And the fact that I had read reports, and I didn't put it in this, but I thought I found it interesting, is that people said that Bobby Dunbar often would go down to where his mother lived and walk around the town Aww. and ask people, if do you know me? Oh, you know, and but never did go to the mom. But uh, they said that many times people had seen him wandering the streets. Like, would you, I, it, it was weird. It's why I didn't put it in there because there wasn't a lot of stories about it. It could just be made up. Mm-hmm. But there was reports of him being seen walking around the town, um, just making himself known that he was in town. Did anybody recognize me? Type thing as an adult. Oh, that's fucking you know. And sad. I guess I think he he may have been trying to find out information himself. Yeah. And couldn't get anything that he wanted to hear or anything definitive. So he just well, accepted his, mother, his fate. And his mother wasn't there anymore, yeah, right? She had passed away, I'd say. Or had moved. Yeah. I mean, well, she was in North Carolina she, yeah, by she had, then. Yeah, she had so, moved and remarried and yeah. had seven kids. Yeah. So yeah. she was busy. So, I mean, it wasn't mm-hmm. even like 
that was where right. she was. But he went to the town where where supposedly he was from to yeah. see if people would recognize him. But that's pitiful. I thought it was sad. Mm-hmm. That's about, yeah, it's very so. sad. So there you have it, the disappearance of Bobby Dunbar. Well, the thing is, it's it's super sad, obviously, for Bruce, because, like, I mean, I will say all in all, like, you know, he luckily, you know, wasn't abused. No, he, was he had a good life. He, he, he had a good yeah. life. He, he was, yeah. But he missed the opportunity to, like, spend time with his mother. Who knows what his, his life His brothers would've. and everything exactly. else, right? And you don't really know what, what would have come of you. Yeah. Right. You know? But also, it's sad for Bobby, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, his body's his, never been recovered. He, yeah, well, and, and then that's the thing. He, it, he was just assumed to be Bruce. Right. right. And, I mean, regardless, they may have never found out what happened to Bobby, you know, anyway, but mm-hmm. you're you're literally just replacing him. Right. right. And that's mm-hmm. just sad because you can't replace mm-hmm. a person like that. Yeah. No, yeah. because I think, especially if the mom and dad, and I think dad knew, but I think he was appeasing his wife. But who I, left the child and her and well, his yeah, brother yeah, with the father. Yeah. But I what think, a winner there. I don't know. I think even though she claimed him, she may have done it so. Maybe she did think it was him out of desperation and your brain, your brain plays tricks thing. on you. Yes. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I think if she didn't and if there was the slightest doubt, that went with her forever. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that would stick with you forever. I mean, you I couldn't why she left the kid. Yeah, I thought that could be a very possible. Yeah, right. I couldn't imagine having even an inkling of a doubt in living with that. Right. That, I mean, that, I would, that would stick with a you. child mm-hmm. from another mother. Well, just mm-hmm. the fact that if you thought that, After that you meant that yours. you know yours yeah. is dead and eaten by alligators. That would haunt mm-hmm. me. Yeah. You know. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't think, I think if she knew that that would drive you insane. I feel like be. she escaped it completely. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe that's why she left the boys. It may be, mm-hmm. Well, it might have been where she had no connection because like, eh, this ain't my fucking kid anyway. It's not my At least kid, one but at the same time, she's leaving behind the fact, even if it is her kid, like, she's just leaving behind all the possibilities. All the, right, and yeah. and, the, and the, the thinking about mm-hmm. it, and, right. Yeah. yeah, and then either way, if she's thinking, oh, I did this terrible thing, mm-hmm. and then she's like, well... If I did that, if I stole this child from his actual mother and I lost my own child, maybe Alonzo would be better without me, too. And then right. she... Mm-hmm. True. Right. I don't know. That's, uh, it's just a terrible fucking it's, situation. It is. It's, it's a strange, strange thing. But nobody was murdered other than by crocodiles or alligators, I guess. Theoretically. Yeah. Theoretically. Yeah. I mean, One it could be things, aliens. We don't know. That was always the possibility. We have a major like that. I guess patriarchy, but uh, like fuck I, the patriarchy because you have to have fuck a kid, so you would do anything to acquire a kid. That's yeah. why so many people were were stolen at this time because kids having a blood bloodline was such a big deal. I mean, you know, the sixties was a baby baby boom, right? Because you were just a woman and expected to the patriarchy was to raise a kid. I mean, so nineteen right. tens was even worse than that, or nineteen twelve was even worse than that. I'd I say it was, yeah. So, and if you're a woman who can't have kids, steal it, no matter what. Just turn right. a blind eye and forget but everything. But she had plenty of more kids. I don't know. It just seems like it's one of those things where you're just, like, forcing them. Well, it may have been part of your stature to show how many children you have. Right. You know, and how many healthy, bouncing. <laughs> yeah. This was a Well, no, kid. I don't think that's right, because obviously the Dunbars were more well-off than Julie, mm-hmm. and she had more kids than they did. Yeah. It's just the way that they just force it so much seem that there's something more than just like wanting a kid 
really wanted it's a kid. desperation and i right, don't think the that you you and i don't understand that right because well, we don't have children I mean, society tell me that it's just the society at the time was forcing it it was a thing it was like don't ask questions just push through and accept this as being I, I really don't think that it has anything to do with that i really uh, just okay. think it is just like the desperation of you lost a child right and well, wanting to like thing. have answers right right well, yeah. even horrible answers are better than no answers right yeah. um, exactly i couldn't imagine you you know we've done stuff on here before and you've seen it just how many people are missing and never found mm-hmm. you don't know mm-hmm. you know but i mean to think i would rather have closure right I, i've told jen to that you know i'd rather you know uh, like if somebody goes to kidnap Jen in the mall, I said, you never go. Right. I want to find your body at the fucking mall. Mm-hmm. Do yeah. not let me scream. You don't want to steal another person's child and say it's Jenna. <laughs> no. No. No, but, but I, I, I feel I want you to, I want to find your body. Yeah. If mm-hmm. you're going to die, I want to be able to put you in the ground and, you know, pay respects and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, not God wonder. forbid, but the never not, go to the, the not, second location. never, <laughs> ever, ever yeah. fight. I want to find your body. Um, just cause I think it would be horrible to not knowing it would eat me alive. Mm-hmm. You know, I get, my stomach gets turned up when the dogs bark a lot. Right. Yeah. You know, oh, I yeah. can't imagine missing a child. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm. It would just be terrible. Again, seriously. One of the reasons I don't have children is because I, 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 I couldn't even deal with it as a possibility. No, same. That's why I never had any. <laughs> Other than those three. You know, we know Except for the one you in had Johnson none. City that we don't talk yeah. about. Yeah, well, the one we don't talk I haven't had any. That's right, because we never got the DNA right. Check back. But... <laughs> well, before I we had the children. Gems, yes, you did. You contributed. Snaps for gems. Snaps for me. Mm-hmm. And stay spooky, friends. And stay spooky, friends. <laughs> <laughs> never ever are you gonna get it. I know it's never crazy. Never gonna get it. Never gonna get it. Never gonna get it. Never gonna get it. And he's taking off his headphones, so he doesn't even know. So. Yeah, no, I can. Oh, I, I heard. I missed the. No, nope, no. Oh. Did you do the clapping? Nope. Oh, sure. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. Well, that was a good one. Yeah, yep. good job. Snaps. Good job. Great job. And we'll be back next week then, guys. Yep. Also, check out our friend Talina's Wine Bar. Great mimosas. Great. Uh, uh, even better Bloody, Bloody Marys, Marys on yes. the weekend. Ooh, yeah. I'm a recent convert to the Bloody Marys, oh, and they're delicious. I'm staying in my mimosa lane. I loved the mimosas, too. I had a blueberry. I just don't want to drink They've got lots of good beers down there, too. Oh, yeah. It was good. They got several it was, it was a meal. It was a meal after I uh, ran. That's what's great. <laughs> they got that cheese boards and yeah, all that. Yeah, we had it was, the cheese board. It was really board. good. Yeah. She suffered through the Bloody Mary one, but yeah. it was good. So Inspire Wine Bar on Commerce Street in Kingsport, Tennessee. And also check out our friend Ryan Buds on Trivia with Buds. B-U-D-D-S. I saw one of his posts. He uh, had a milestone. He had, what, 60,000 views in one month? Oh, oh 800,000. 800, yeah, but it was a total. Yeah. But, oh. but one month he said he had 660,000. He said, yeah. I don't know what happened that month. I don't know if it was April yeah. or something. But yeah. He's yeah. like, I don't know where y'all came from. Yeah. But, yeah, we like Ryan. It was us. We did it. Yeah. <laughs> we did a couple. It might have been when we were traveling and we were listening back from, <laughs> yeah. from the beach. You know, six thousand. hours. That was, what, September? Yes, yeah, yeah. six hours of constant Ryan. <laughs> All right, well, thanks for listening, and we will see you here in a week or so. Until next time, kids. Bye. 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 See ya. 
Thank you for listening to Wine, Whiskey, and Murder. Our theme music is by Sam Schechter, and we release new episodes every Wednesday morning in honor of my baby girl, the most perfect little derpy dog, Wednesday, of course. Please be sure that you rate and review us on any and all platforms that you listen on. It really helps us to grow. The show is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Audible, Amazon Music, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Pocket Casts, Overcast, and Pandora. If you have any suggestions for future episodes or just helpful information, or you just want to interact with us, you can send us an email at winewhiskeymurderpodcast at gmail.com. Visit us and join our Facebook page at Wine, Whiskey, and Murder Podcast. And find us on TikTok also at Wine, Whiskey, and Murder Pod. Lastly, we are an independently owned and operated podcast, so if you are enjoying the show and would like to help us grow more, you can become a Patreon subscriber for just $5 a month. Just go to patreon.com, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, and search for our show under the name Wine, Whiskey, and Murder, and select Become a Patreon or Join to start your subscription. Thank you to everyone for your support.